You are now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast, brought to you by BringingDownTheBand.com. No bad ideas, Coleman Dental and Printfinity. I am Major 7th. I make beats and I have the t-shirts to prove it. And to my left, as always, is the one and only Longevity. Hello. To my left, as always, is the one and only DJ J. Diff. Salutations, sir. And to my right, with the giggles, yet again, 101%. <clears throat> looking healthy today, the incomparable DJ Spools. Not, really, not giggling, but hello, Michael. How are you? Doing pretty good, man. You okay? I'm great. How's everything? Everything's pretty good, man. Still got that Go Cubs Go, I see. That's right, man. Still rapping? Yeah. Yeah. You gonna pretty much rap forever? Correct, yeah. As you should. Then it's a lifetime thing with Cub fans. I mean, hey, Spools is an actual Cub with fan. Most Cub fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's not one of those. He's an actual. Except for the ones that became Cubs fans in 2016. Right. He's yeah. not that, though. And he's, they yeah. were for a little while in, what was that, like 2000? When they got close. Five. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Bartman. Bartman. When dude in the stands caught the ball. Sorry. Yeah, it was 03, When dude in the stands throw the ball. Yeah, Bartman. Yeah. Around, yeah. That, around that time, yeah. you had some Cubs fans as well. But Kind of uh, like. The Cavs fans in certain no. years as oh, well. Seems that way. No, I don't think that's Uh-oh. it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> oh, we see, we see you over there. Alone. Who's your favorite all-time Cav? Um, Mark Price. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I like Craig Elo. Mark Price that game. Not Brad Darty. Brad Darty was cool. Darty. Larry Nance. Craig, Darty, I was going to ask. Was I was going to say, what about Craig Elo? I've met Larry. Great Nance. jump shot. Yeah. Great jump shot. I met Larry Nance at uh, U.S. Nationals one year. Larry Nance, yeah. Uh, he's got like a drag racing, or he did. Brad Doherty. Ryan Harper. <laughs> Brad, Ron Brad Harper Doherty. Was a calf. He was a Cav. Yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, he calf. was. Yeah, early uh, on. Yeah. Brad Doherty does color or play by play. Well, not play by play, but color? commentary for mm, color. NASCAR. Yes, he does. Oh, oh does he? Which yep. is very, very weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna let that man live because he was a great center in the NBA. So shout he out. Was a, to he was a Good center in the NBA. Above average? Yeah. I'll give you that. They had some good, sure. they had some strong teams, though, with, with all the guys that you named. He's like a solid roster. 87 rating. Every time I think of the Cavs, I, I think of that. Jordan rising up and hitting that shot, cutting across oh, the Mark free Price. throw line. Yeah. Well, we know who's not We know who's not an 87 rating on uh, 2K. <laughs> we'll, 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 definitely we'll, not. I'm definitely a 95. <laughs> we know. Shout out to Game Pro. Um, <laughs> game yes, Genie. Game, or Game Genie, whatever yeah. he uses. I don't know. But uh, skills. So let, let's tell him. Um, What's up? What happened with your phone, Michael? Let's talk about that. Man. Circle of life. Boy, Here, I tell we you. Yep. <laughs> here we here go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go, Spools. Here we go. <laughs> so I don't think that was on here, but we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah. So my phone cracked. A young lady ran into me at work, um, mm-hmm. cracked the screen. It's funny is like I just pictured like for one second uh-huh. as soon as you said that I was like that's not what happened like that's what I <laughs> no, thought this, in my head no this is like, not alternative facts this is what actually happened I um, picture the girl you ran into at work at home listening to this being like <laughs> he's lying <laughs> 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 no nah, she bumped into me in the parking lot I dropped my phone cracked the screen I uh, ran out on my break to try to uh, figure out what the replacement situation was I was in a rush had to wait about 35 40 minutes on an hour break Finally got through. Listen, man, I need to get a replacement. I need to figure out what's going on. It needs to be repaired. They say, sure, we'll repair it for you. Uh, we can't give you a replacement. Now, at this point, I can either argue and be late for work or just sign the papers for the replacement. So I signed the papers for the replacement and left so I wouldn't be late coming back from lunch. Uh, told the guys about that so I'll be off the grid for a while. 
and Terrence says, why didn't you G up and get the phone, the replacement phone? You're supposed to keep it G real. Sorry, keep it G real. Yeah. And I'll get the replacement phone. Didn't have much time, so. You're supposed to have time today, cuz. I I could have. I like that West Coast cuz, too. (laughs) So did you have insurance Um, on it? I did. So it'll cover that, but. um, I got time today. Long story short. Today I I got time. (laughs) (laughs) I will be unplugged from the Matrix for a while, but uh, it's all good. I went and bought the trap phone today, $7. Shot the Dollar General the trap phone. Nice. That's yeah. crazy. Trap phones are only seven dollars now. You got to get that minutes card now. Oh. Put the minutes on there. But I did get the trap phone. So it's like the Nokia from the wire. Is it a flip? No, I almost got a flip. But it's a trap phone. Like just a solid piece. Yes. Yeah. It's a trap phone. <laughs> it's cool though. You like know? The it's, got, old it's got snake on it. It does. It's got a snake. In it. <laughs> snake. <You> st- <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be texting y'all from the trap phone. Oh, you can't tomorrow. text on it. Yes, you got to keep pressing the same button <laughs> <laughs> until the, the words letters yeah. scroll through. Yeah, I'll be doing that. It's gonna take a while C's to respond. See his three twos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna take a while to respond, but I will. I will hit y'all from the trap phone tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll see. Are you glad everybody knows that now? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you was good on the phone situation. Yes, sir. Yes, know, sir. Because. Uh, Today you got time. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Man, for you should have hollered at me. I got a buddy of mine that probably could have fixed your screen for you. Thanks, man. At least gave you a phone. You could have stuck your SIM. Oh, he absolutely could have done that. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. Next just, time, man. Yeah. I mean, all these, uh, all this. Next all time this, you run into someone in the parking lot, oh, and your phone drops. All this talk about <laughs> us being plugged, and you didn't even go to the plugs. Not at all. Well, circle of life. <laughs> it's cool. I appreciate you, Bradley. Next time I will do that. Appreciate it. Should, you. man. Yeah. Thank you. No doubt. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I am holding this piece of paper in the laptop, so y'all don't judge me today. Uh, President Trump, I guess that's what you want to call him. Uh, he was in San Francisco at a speaking engagement, and he said, I'm going to paraphrase here. He has a part uh, in the fact that Colin Kaepernick is yet to be picked up by NFL team. And the NFL teams are scared to pick him up because they don't want to get a evil tweet from him. I heard he said something along the lines of 80% of the owners don't want to sign him. Yes, because of the evil, I guess the stain that he put on the league. And they Such also don't, and they also don't want to get a tweet from him. Yeah, he because did that say tweet that. is powerful, right? Yes. He De- said definitely don't want a quarterback that's, you know, donating that's a good. million dollars to Somalians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He also, I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, I've I heard that Kaepernick actually funded or donated to an organization that Trump is trying to take funding from. I oh. didn't I didn't actually fact check that, but I did kind of see some. You know, some stories pop up on Facebook. You yep. don't know if they're true or not. Yep. I didn't get a chance to research it, so I'm not a hundred percent with that. But I did see that. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I I can't. You know, I don't think I saw that, but that wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, nor does the fact that our president is talking about a quarterback at a speaking engagement as the president spools. Mm-hmm. I don't and know. His social I don't know media to tell account you. too. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, spools? I don't know, man. It's just that same, same BS. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, what like day? Sean said, I mean, it, I could see. Um, okay, Trump might have a point. I don't think he meant it this way. Like 80% of owners might not want Kaepernick because uh, there are fans that didn't like that shit. Okay. You know, the way he was doing or whatever. That's Mm -hmm. fair. That's Um, fair. But 
I don't know. Everything's about him. You know what I mean? Um, it, it's just. It's funny how it always comes back around to him. Everything yeah. is about him. Yeah. He's just. He's. Just, I don't know, dude. I still can't. Absolutely. I think I said this last episode or two. I still can't believe that he's the president, he's, right? It's, yeah. It's still. Would you say long? No, nah, it's just that everything is absolutely about him. Yeah, it's, 100%. It's, it's the most about him person ever in the history of the world, I think. Or possibly very, very far up there. I've, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody in my lifetime that is as self-centered as he is. Yeah, like, like he really has something to do with the NFL not picking up Kaepernick. Uh, he really thinks that he is yeah. that guy in, in everything. Mm-hmm. Facts. It's, it's, or he certainly just portrays that outwardly. I mean, he. I think he really believes that, though, in, in himself, that he has something to do with it. Like, for example, with a Carrier leaving Indianapolis. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay, remember him taking credit for keeping jobs here? Yes. That had absolutely nothing to do with President Trump. They were already keeping jobs here. Okay. I think they may have added an additional, what, like $100 or $200, um, 100, $200 people or jobs something like to that. the count. But he, to your point, I read something today that said that Trump's efforts weren't good because they're still removing those jobs mm, as well, of today. There you go. So is he going to now say, oh, well, I didn't mean that that was technically Obama. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, Obama seems to conveniently pop up when there's something that needs to be denied. or He's got the lowest approval rating of any president at this point in time. I think it's 37% now. How Trump, many, Trump does. How yes. many days are we in for the administration? Are we at 100 yet? We're about... 90? Seven more from last week. Okay, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Fifty. Shout out to Bradley. Seven, awesome. It's so funny when they make fun of you. <laughs> Shout out to Bradley. I love it. It's my favorite thing. Shout out to Bradley. Enjoying everybody <laughs> laughing at me. No, I'm gonna laugh at you. I mean, I, <laughs> last week was like 50 or something. So but yeah, I don't I'm know here. why I was thinking it was closer. I'm still in. Sometimes I'm still in disbelief. So I gotta get back to reality. Like he's the president. Like I don't. It, it, it's messed up because I, it's it's weird to think you know that he's the president, but it's right. not shocking. Like it's not shocking to me uh, when I when I think of when I think of our country in general sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it is shocking to to. It's like wow. Like, I in my opinion, it's I like think a movie. In my opinion, I think there was actual shock the night that we were all sitting on your couch. Yeah. Now that's real shock. Like I was like. This is not getting better. Like it's going the opposite direction. Like you remember, like we were sitting there, like, yeah. "Yo, this is really about to happen." That initial shock, I think, was genuine. But what you're speaking to in terms of our actual country and people voting him in, right? I'm not really surprised about that. Yeah. I'm just talking about the initial shock of it actually. I know. Happened. I absolutely agree. You know with, what I mean? We agree with Brad. What he's saying. And yeah. I, I have the same thing. It's yeah. just when I really sit and think about, it, I'm like, well, I guess it's not too surprising. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to do anything but get worse. Um, and speaking of President 44, Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, I think we addressed this uh, episode or two ago with the whole FBI. Um, German. I mean, not German, Russian. Uh, the uh, Was it? Was it? No, nah, it wasn't quite Russian yet. It was just the fact of President oh, Obama yeah. tapping. The wire, yep, the tap, wire yeah. tapping. Yeah. Trump at Trump Tower. So the truth has come out about that. Okay. Um, it actually, uh, now this was, has something to do with Russia. Uh, there was a Russian businessman or uh, someone or another that was staying in the Trump Towers 
I believe between 2011 and 2013. Don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere in there. It definitely wasn't during the election. Okay. Um, The FBI did order a tap on him, who was three floors under Trump. Wow. Um, Had nothing to do with Barack Obama, President Barack Obama at all. Um, 30 people were indicted on that. 30? 30 people. So wait. So off this of, happened for of what they got off of the tab of tapping this the was, Russian guy. Yeah, from years ago. Okay. Yeah. So this was happening literally right under Trump's nose, three floors down, in wow. his building. Another what, Russian, you know, connection there. Wasn't hmm. um. Now wasn't the recent wiretapping related to the election though? No. That that he was accusing Obama of. Right. So. So the the whole wire type tapping thing came about because he accused him, but they had to figure out if it was true. Going back to see some truth to this story, they did find that there were some taps in Trump Tower, but it was years ago. Right. Um, now, I believe the FBI are investigating the Russian ties to the election or some or another, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with that. the Obama administration actually tapping Trump towers with a microwave oven and all that good stuff. You know? So basically that was bull from the jump. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> yep. <just> such <laughs> That's pretty much what like I thought. WWF, man. He, hey, he also WWE, didn't, yeah. he didn't shake the, uh, the, the hand, German chick, the German woman. Uh, what do they, they, is she a chancellor? Chancellor. Or something? Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't shake her hand. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. You can hear, can you shake your hands? He was just like, Nice. We see you over there. Nice. And she was just like, I don't know. Wow. That's your man's in them. Yeah. This This guy. This is who you chose. This guy. (laughs) I tell you what, uh, we keep keep, uh, alluding to um, trying not to have stuff to talk about, but we also always come to the conclusion that He's going to give us more stuff to yeah, it's, talk it's about. It's going to stay on the radar. I mean, yeah. there's, there's nothing we can do we about that. We can't avoid it at this point. Like, um, it's going to happen. It'll be throughout the course of the rest of our episodes. He's going to probably yeah. <laughs> He's giving us material just like Saturday Night Live runs off the material that the public gives them. Yep. So if Trump does something this week, it's probably going to be on Saturday Night Live, and they're going to make fun of him, and he's going to send one of those monstrous tweets that everybody's afraid monstrous. of. Yes. Mm-hmm. You guys think Trump will be live to be like 101, like Rockefeller? Man, mm. with eight, with eight, eight transplants, eight different hearts. Was yeah. that true though? Like, That's true. did he actually get that many I transplants? Don't I don't know. That's no, what they say. I've heard some wild things about. Yeah. Now, if you ask, <laughs> or just read some to, to piggyback off some old, a uh, couple old episodes. If you ask the woke, they'll tell you. Yeah, he's had multiple surgeries and multiple this and multiple yeah. that. Don't he's quote me. I'm blood, going off the well, blood. Trans, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even going to just group people. the woke people in there because there's some people that are woke and then there's some people that's they just say they woke. True. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I got maybe I got half and half. Maybe I had half woke, half 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 woke. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Either but way, yeah, he, he's an evil individual and mm. he's gone. Mm. Oh well, he's out of here. Oh well, well let's let's get to something it's more crazy. positive, um, like the NCAA tournament, perhaps. Or hold on, okay. wouldn't it be crazy? Okay, this, this is a reach, but let's go. We've seen Get Out. Uh huh. He's old. Okay. 
Who did they put his brain in? Mm. Good film. Is he still out here? Is he? Is everybody is everybody on set seeing that? By the way, Bradley, no, I not. just I think there's some truth behind that movie a little bit, and not not on the whole extra, the what they call that uh, lobotomy. Yep. Okay. Um, come some of the things like are as far as like hypnotism. Okay. That's very true. Believable. You're being hypnotized through TV. It's not something as simple as somebody just clicking on a cup with a spoon but maybe it is it might be there's there's little things there even frequencies that might trigger some shit you bradley know? i don't want to ruin uh this movie for you do you have plans to go see it no okay but i will see it at some point yeah okay. i heard it's really good i'd like mm-hmm. to check it out i'm just not a big maybe i will how much longer do you think it'll be in the theaters for well, it's been grossing pretty good so it's probably gonna be there for a while if, cool well, if then I maybe w- i will yeah. if i was you i, I would definitely um I would go see this one. Um, I definitely would go see this one. It'd be good for I'd, I'd be curious for you to see this one and then for us to revisit it with Spools having watched it. Yeah, if that makes sense because because we kind of holding back on the yeah like on the I, conversation I, I'd rather, based on people not seeing the movie. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to just talk about? I mean, it's not, nah, it's cool. nah, yeah. nah. I know we, it's like. It's your fault, but we rather you, event. we'd rather so. you see it. Yeah, we'd rather you see it. <laughs> no. it's still but, yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on the, the whole hypnotism yeah. thing. That That's for real. There's a lot of stuff that they're showing you mm-hmm. that aren't just movie magic mm-hmm. or that isn't just movie magic. This stuff is really happens. I mean, I remember there were studies where they would actually flash little things and even cartoons, like mm-hmm. a split second. But it would, might be to influence you to go buy Kool-Aid or... Later in the day, all of a sudden, you kind of want a cheeseburger. Yep. Because some flashed in there real quick. That kind of just gave you a subliminal thought. So you're being hypnotized through stuff, whether you know it or not. Right. And there's just a lot of, there's some, some true connotation in that movie to me. And the the, the smoking hypnotism thing yeah. is a real thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I know people that have went through it. So. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. We want to make sure that... Uh, Bradley goes to see that movie because I think that is a very good conversation. There are many angles, many paths you can go down for this movie. Spools, Office Space uh, was hypnotism. Mm-hmm. We see you over there with the movie. It reference. was, you know, that's why he was. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. I'm not gonna go to work anymore. <laughs> like, I, I just don't feel like it. But yeah, Spools, go check that out, man. We we definitely uh, it'll be a good one to talk about. Okie doke. NCAA tournament. And then, and then there were 16, if I'm not mistaken. Man. We have Wisconsin. The AC Sace. I see you over there. Shout out to Lone Bilingual. How many, Terry? The AC Sace. <laughs> we see you over there. Multicultural. We see y'all. Uh, Wisconsin versus Florida. Baylor versus South Carolina. I believe that was their first. When they beat Duke, this is their first Sweet 16 appearance South ever in I South Carolina. So. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Gonzaga. Uh, they'll play West Virginia. Gonzaga. Why shout out to Gonzaga? I just yeah. like Gonzaga for some reason. All I right. just we like Gonzaga. About it last week. Go, yeah. Mount, go Mountaineers. Okay. Xavier <laughs> will play Arizona. That's going to be a good game. Those it two will. games are going to be really good. Kentucky and UCLA will be lit as Boy, the kids say. UCLA beat them handily mm-hmm. earlier this year. Shout out to Lonzo Ball. It's Lonzo Ball is really out here hooping, too. We know, we know Dad will be in the building. We'll talk about him here, <laughs> here in a second. Butler mm-hmm. versus North Carolina. Be a good game. Butler's beaten North Carolina the last two meetings. 
So I think Roy Williams was on Mike and Mike this morning, and he's like, maybe we can get him this time because it'll be a new, a different location. He's like, I got guys that are carried over from the last time they lost, and obviously the one before that was Stevens before he went to the league. Yeah. But they are very tuned in, and he is not taking Butler lightly. He said it on Mike and Mike. That's like, good. You can't yeah. take Butler lightly. You can't lightly. take Butler lightly. Like, it's like Butler is – Indiana is like – Central for basketball. Talk that talk. Like there's more players in the NBA right now from Indianapolis. Well, not necessarily just Indianapolis, but Indiana as a whole. Talk that talk. And you can check that as far as per capita, we have the most players. Butler is probably the most consistent basketball program in Indiana right now. Has been for at least, I would say, about seven years. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Butler has – now, this is just – I'm not talking about tradition. I'm not talking about your cousin or your uncle's teams or cumulative. I'm not talking about that. Today, I think Butler's the best program in Indiana. That's including IU. That's including Purdue. That's including IPFW. We can't can't include IU in the conversation this year because we've seen what happened. I think that's all fair. Crean is gone. I think Butler is the best program that we have running in the state of Indiana. They definitely are. I and I can say that. that I can say that with ease. They cool. <laughs> I mean, this is coming from a Purdue grad, though. Yeah. Purdue is finally hey, good at basketball. Purdue, because you didn't get the, hey. the uh, oh, I'm sorry. And they clowning, yeah. no doubt. They're clowning. Hey, you know, but Michigan and Oregon, I got you, and then Purdue and Kansas. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. They've Go been ahead, good. Two Indiana they, teams in the Sweet. They've been very good many times. Okay, but then they fall short. I remember back when Robbie Hummel was leading, he got injured like right before the tournament. He did get injured. A lot, every, a lot, every day. But like, like you just heard right, all the time. but like right before the tournament, he was the, the player and he went out. So mm-hmm. then, like Etwan Moore and Etwan and uh, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Yep. How dope would it be to to have a Final Four of Purdue versus Butler? That would How be crazy. Really that would be really cool. That would be nuts. I'd be happy either way. I'm not gonna lie. They're I would on the be same. Happy either I think way. they're on the same side. So they are. So, they are. So, yeah. so, they play each other. Now, if, if Purdue knocks this. off Kansas, that's huge. But I don't know, man. Kansas know Kansas has a very nice freshman in Johnson. Indeed, they got good point guard play. It's going to be tough. Now, know, Biggie is a beast Spitz for Purdue, though. I know Spitz is rooting for Kansas. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. so you got a, a lone versus Spitz um, 16. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to my man, Maine. Give, give him my uh, best 16. <laughs> shout out to my guy, Maine. He's an AAU coach in Fort Wayne. And he took me to one of uh, Swanigan's workouts two years ago. Before he had even gotten to Purdue, he's like, Mike, you got to come see this kid. He's going to be the next this, the next that. And I'm like, all right. So I drove up with him and, and, you know, helped him work out, just passing and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, this kid is really, really good. Then he started telling me the backstory, how he lost the weight and, you know, the homeless situation and all that. So I'm really pulling for Swanigan. and it's a dope hey, story. He was smacking boys. Yeah, he's a beast. Shots. Oh, just, dude, he's Yeah, he's a man. beast. He's the truth. Yeah. He's going to the NBA. He he's is. A I'm beast. curious to see what kind of – player he's going to be in the NBA he well the NBA is now about putting it on the putting it on the floor handle it especially at 6'8 like and he, he can shoot too he can shoot it yeah now is his handle for the NBA we'll find out he reminds me I don't know if you guys remember this is let's see how much you know he reminds me of Danny Fortson except, mm. he, can, he, except he can shoot Hmm. Danny Fortson that didn't have that three-point game. Shout out to Spools with the history right there. You guys remember, remember Danny Fortson? Yeah. Where did he play at? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. He yeah. was a beast. Good just name. Like, just like Swanigan. Am I wrong? Isn't you that are, good you are accurate. Yep, you're accurate. My, except Swanigan can shoot. Mm-hmm. He can, can shoot, shoot a lot. He can shoot a lot better, better than Fortson. But 
they're both solid. Big. Yeah, big guys. That that game either transfers really well or it transfers really poorly into the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's players that have been like that. Yep. Because Fortson had a long, okay NBA career. Yeah. Yeah, he, he hung around. Uh-huh. He hung around. But yep. that game doesn't always – or you could end up being like a um, – Like Ed O'Bannon. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Ed O'Bannon. Not quite that same type of game. <laughs> hey, did, Ed off, but like, did Ed O'Bannon get that paper on his lawsuit? I don't, I don't know. think he was trying to get any paper. He wasn't for the the game? I think he uh, – they, they uh, kind of won because you can't get like college basketball games at all anymore. Okay. They stopped making them a couple years ago. I never and knew I if they, they stopped yeah, making, stopped making those – in like what are you talking I'm gonna about? Say oh six, oh yeah, seven. I thought he, I thought he was trying like to get back pay off of that. NCAA. They, um, I think he, he might games. have been trying to get it for everybody. Right. Okay. Okay. It wasn't just him talking about gambling. No, no, the games like, no, like on, uh, on Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, you used to oh, get like gotcha. college basketball yeah. or college football. Like mm-hmm. using their likeness. Like right. he was uh-huh. he was trying to sue them for using their likeness and getting bread off selling those video games. Because yeah, uh-huh. he wasn't mad at from the NBA. Yeah. No. I see you with the sneak disc. But uh, was it like number thirty-one or, or whatever his number was? Yeah, or? yeah. And the whole team was like that. Like yeah. you'd get, I used to love those college. I did too. Because you knew who they were. They had the right numbers. Yeah. And then you could name them exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you could export them and yep. import them into the yeah. NBA game. Yeah. I never she did that, awesome. but I knew you did. <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah. Shout out to schools with the game pro. That's right. Um, we see you. Game. No, that was just simple exporting. Yeah, it's just built into it, Mike. Just like oh. skill. He's not familiar. You didn't need codes no. or anything. Yeah. Really? Nah, it's just how the game worked. Okay. Pretty, so, no, pretty normal function. Okay, so I... I, I know you haven't played since Bulls. Comes with it built in. Okay, sorry, in. then I apologize. I, yeah, I, I haven't played video games yeah. since, yeah. I was being a smart aleck to you. <laughs> no, you're fine. I believe you before I believe him when it comes to video games. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like that's probably what the process was. With him, no. Basically, he, at the end, like if you played a season mode uh-huh. in college, you could... Play through the entire season at the very end before it goes to like the next season. Okay, you could it would give you the option. Do you want to export the draft class? Ah, okay. And it would be all these players that you basically played with or against. And then so, you can import them in the in the so like the, so okay. if this so if this was like an EA game, right? You could do the EA college game to the EA pro game. Oh, so mm-hmm. EA to EA made the switch. so you so you can nice. they had both had that availability to yeah. be able to take it out of the college and into the you know. So let me ask you this, Spools. the translation for what you just explained with how the how you would transfer the players for him that would be what simulating to the finals and then transferring the players. <laughs> Is that what he would do? Or no? Possibly. Maybe. Okay. What's that got to do with that? If, if you simulate to the finals, though, it's not going to do you any good because you act, have to actually play with the player to make them gain their attributes. But when you simulate, then it take you directly to the but Yeah, the but you're not no. going to build your player up. Oh, okay. So if we I did that. that. We used to simulate just to get the draft class. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really? The players would still, based on their rankings, they would just get better. Yeah. You probably worked on your players, though, and built them up? Um, I did in college, in the okay. college game, yeah. And then I draft him to the Bears in, oh. in Madden, like we, a big dork. So you don't do the you don't do the farm raised like him. No, I don't. Farm raised. Okay. I mean, you, you got to do farm about catfish here. <laughs> farm raised catfish. Farm farm raised good. is good. You want to eat that that high quality? You know? Yeah, you need yeah. The, the 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 better kind. I heard yeah. the the, the farm the raised uh-huh. ain't good for you. Farm raised ain't nah. It's not. What if they in like a regular pond out in the in the country? It's the real pond, not. These days, I would say no. No? <laughs> I feel like everything's polluted. Yeah, everything's yeah. suspect nowadays, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you don't want the form raised, though. Just okay. eat kale and carrots. Yeah. Kale and carrots? 
Shout out to the smoothies. Every day. All day. <laughs> Switching gears. Uh, I know we talked NCAA. We talked about Lonzo Ball. Um, you talked, I think, uh, yeah, Spools. Spools did bring this up for the record before he. Good one. Yeah. I he, wish you would have said Terry, though, but yeah. No, you brought this up. No, he, he makes sure he gets yours right. Yeah. You brought this one up. It's just no, mine. He used to mess mine up all the time, too. Like, oh, Terry. he did. Yeah. He did do that. And I would look at you like, nah. I think uh, Spools yeah. actually said that. But You're doing a good job. Go ahead. You're doing yeah. a good job. Go ahead. Yeah. We don't want to take him off his. Yeah. No, nah, that's cool. Game. Keep going. <laughs> it's all about the circle, bro. This little piece Keep of going. paper I bet he wrote. Barbell <laughs> Spools. And it has an arrow <laughs> pointing to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, some good entertainment in it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the paper's got arrows on. Spools. <laughs> Spools, just tell the people what he said, man. LeVar Ball? Yes. Okay, so I just read <laughs> LeVar Ball said a lot of things. But, he has. Um, the LeBron James thing, he had basically said that he didn't think that James's kids were going to be very good. Yeah. Uh, because of how good LeBron was, and they would always try to live, you know, have to basically play in his shadow. And mm-hmm. I think he even made some uh, remarks about, like, AAU yep. and, like, that whole system. Yep. Kind of like uh, how his kids are better than he is. Yeah. He didn't talk. He didn't say that. Uh, he's not he probably. That he'll up. never he say that. Yeah. But yeah. I know he did say he would kill Jordan in his prime, though. Yeah. Yeah. He averaged two points. But okay, go ahead. Indeed, we see you. Two point two. Yeah. So LeBron, I guess, see. finally responded. I think today or recently, and basically was like, "You need to keep keep my kids' names out of your mouth." And that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, he's I like, "Keep my family out of your mouth." This is between us. Yeah. Like, this is a problem now. And mm-hmm. he mean, was like, "You can talk about me. You can talk about my game. You can talk about whatever." But he was like, "You didn't." Need to bring in my family. That's that's true. Yep, I can G for that, and I can also G for uh, uh, what's Lonzo Ball's dad name? Uh, I don't Le- care, Le- Ball. Right? <laughs> we see you over there with the hatred. Levar Ball. Levar Ball. Ball. Okay. Shout along with the hatred. I can actually G for him too for wanting his kids to succeed and bigging up his kids. Sure. There's nothing yeah. wrong with There's that. Nothing sure. Wrong with Saying that. that my kids are going to be better than Jordan, you should instill that. Sure. That desire and that hunger in your kids. There's nothing wrong with that. His son and is I kinda, definitely not better than. Steph I mean, Curry not. Right he's now, he's not. But he definitely said that. Yeah. He's not. But saying that to your kids. I don't see anything wrong with that. Let me play. That's de- cool because they're kind of painting him as this crazy dude. What if the kids don't like it? See, I, I, don't, was, I don't think the kids. I want that pressure. I don't think they. It bothers them though. I His, think Lonzo, from what like the interviews I've seen, you know what I mean. He yep. seems like a really good dude. Yeah, like a good kid. I mean, they've uh, lived with this dude forever. Sharp, smart. He's a good player. He's an unselfish basketball player. You mm. know what I mean. Um, but uh, his dad and I agree with you, Terry. I think. Uh, you know, big up in your kids and, uh, you know, instilling, helping to instill confidence and things. That's, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But the other shit is super extracurricular, man. And the other stuff, I'm sorry. And <laughs> it's too late now, Spools. Dang. It's number and, three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 You can tell him, Mike. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With the arrows. <laughs> yeah. Another one. Yep. Running plays. Um, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I'm glad LeBron said something back to him. Cause yeah. That's cool. It's just getting ridiculous. Devil's advocate in me says that it's on one hand, it's dope that you want to, you always want your kids to strive to be great. I understand that you set expectations. You want them to be great. It's not wrong with that. You're supposed to be as a father backing and supporting your kids. To me, from the outside looking in, this is about his second childhood as well. Yeah. We kind of addressed that. I feel, I feel like he's trying to live vicariously through his kids is that going to come back to haunt them is the question that I pose. I mean, as long as they show and prove. I mean, only time is going to tell it. Because this point. if his son goes to the league and he's straight, 
I'm not wishing that on him. I'm just saying, you know what's going to happen. You talked all that talk about your son, blah, 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 blah. And now you got a lot of pressure on this kid to Lone's point. Um, when he talks about the pressure, ball, uh, uh, his pop's argument is my kids have always lived with me so they understand and they know the type of pressure that I put on them. That's fair. I didn't raise them. So when he says that, I got to take him for his word on that. But to me, it's a second childhood thing. It's like you say stuff to bring unnecessary attention to you that doesn't have jack to do with your son. Playing Charles Barkley, beating Michael Jordan, dissing LeBron's kids has nothing to do with your son playing at UCLA. Mm-hmm. That's the part where I'm like, okay, so I mean, what are you, what is your intention? I mean, it, it taps into what we talked about last week when we said and agreed that, I mean, we're in the age of social celebrities. Yep. He's definitely tapping into that. Facts. So, I, I mean, that's what it is. He had uh, eight, five, and six. Eight points, five boards, six assists. I think he's dope. I'm just saying what? I agree uh, with what you said about the social media. Yeah, I Peters agree with that. Against, no, I'm sorry. That was against. Uh, no, this is I don't care about or this is the sun. Wow. This is, this is with the sun. hatred over there. We see. Uh, and I'm, I apologize. That was the Pac-12 <laughs> championship game. Alternative facts. On um, the yeah, his son, he's good. And I get, you know, his brothers are. Really good too. Shout to Long with that hatred over there. You've been steaming there's, about this situation, bro. There's, no, there's no hatred. That's his name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's his name, and I'm sticking to yeah, it. That's what we're gonna roll with. Okay. Um, I, we we actually kind of had this conversation. I know Spools just talked about social media, um, and you as well, Diff, um, with the with him being a social media superstar and all that. And celebrity. Same difference. Sorry, it's, it's a little different, but okay. We go go with celebrity or superstar. In that term, in that in it within itself, kind of funny. Yeah, it is. That's yeah. a thing. If it is a thing, yeah. We talk. We we were talking now before we went on air about, um, I guess, social media in terms of, I guess, people <clears throat> and their intentions when they post on certain social media sites, whether that's, you know, the list goes on from Twitter to Facebook to Snapchat, what have you, Instagram. I think we were more focusing on the Facebook portion. But do you guys think that there are how do you feel about certain people or people that are friends on your Facebook page that post certain things that you would deem that would be private, or I guess you would think that would be something that you not, might not necessarily, uh, you might not necessarily want to share amongst people. And do you think those posts are to actually get support or are they for attention or what are, what are some of the motives on some of those posts when you guys see that? Does that irk anybody? Because it bothers me sometimes. I have family members that post everything. I got fired today. I had a fight with my husband. My baby's sick. I got a head cold. I need to go to the store to get medicine. I'm like, why are you telling everybody these things? That's just my personal opinion. I think it's a, a combination of all three okay. things that you said. Okay. Um, to me personally, I don't allow my Facebook to become a diary. Okay. I don't want to post every little thing that's going on. If I went and ate lunch, you don't need to know I went and ate lunch. Okay. You don't need to know everything that's going on with me. Um, I And I see it all the time. I mean, there's, it just depends on who you are. It's it's kind of about your your character. It's subjective. I think it's, yeah. per, it's personal opinion, right? <clears throat> and it, mean, it, it, it goes um, – kind of goes both ways because me i'm like i said i'm kind i'm more laid back on facebook i don't really address a whole lot of things right we had a conversation before the show started 
that right. I would not share on Facebook. Right. That was just something that I wanted to talk about amongst my friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? And hash it out like that. Right. Everything doesn't merit a like, a comment, or, you know, attention from the outside. I don't want everybody to know everything. That's that's, that's just how I operate. But I'm the same as Terry in that regard. I was just we just kinda raised that way. Like you nobody really has to know what you're thinking. Right. Not in a hiding it way, but that's just how Especially outside of like your family, mm-hmm. you know, or close friends and stuff like that. That's just that's how it always was. I don't. I I think it is. I I think there's an overall, and we talked about this before the show too. Um, I try not to make really like general comments. So I'll try to be as concise as possible. But there is a significant, um, like need among people. Especially, I can say in our country. I can't. I can't necessarily say worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this need for kind of attention or um, people to pay attention to or them relevance. or being yeah. liked approval. or something like that. Approval. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. Um, approval. And like there, there's <laughs> sometimes when I am on Facebook and I'll take a look, I personally use it to share things that about this podcast for the most part, mm-hmm. I share my friend's music or music that I've worked on or been part of. Right. Right. Or uh, occasionally, I occasionally I will actually go in and type a post or put something out. And it's usually something real weird like, um, oh, well, what, it, was, uh, it was one Sunday not too long ago. And I was cleaning out the the trunk of my car. And I had this little briefcase in there. And I was like, I remember oh, that one. This is kind of cool. And then <laughs> so I went and got a different briefcase. What kind of car, car was it, though? A Sentra. All right. Got the briefcase up, got the suitcase up in the center. So I saw yeah. the briefcase. I went and got a suitcase. I was just standing in the garage and took a picture. Yeah, yeah. I reposted that. Yeah. I reposted that. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like stuff, and that's very rare. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. And people can do cool. what they want, yeah. man. People can do what they want with their stuff. Your life is your own thing. You can mm-hmm. do whatever. Right. I'm not judging it, but um, <laughs> I'm not judging it. But it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm and, sorry. And it just, it, I mean, like there are levels to it. What yeah. makes yeah. people think like when they do something? Oh, it's also this need to be important too. Like, mm. um, that's 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 prevalent. Yes, you know, and yes. sometimes that ties back a lot. You know, in a lot of ways to I don't know. This is gonna be kind of abstract, but I think it does. Like to us being like a capitalistic a capitalist society, because people get bread off of social media. Man. Oh, no yeah, question about a, it. You know what I'm saying? So it, right, you definitely do. Yeah, it, absolutely. People are so, monetizing social media. Yes. Definitely, not <laughs> people have been discovered on social media. Yes. Um, yep. Yes. So I'm not definitely not hating on all that. I just, you know, like it's all like like you were saying. It's it all subjective. People just kind of need to take it easy. I think yeah. sometimes and like, um, if I really need, I just it's weird, man, to me. I think it's really I think weird. it you got long. makes me think differently of people every once in a while too. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but it's true. I understand. I think both sides of it. Mm-hmm. I feel sometimes from from the from I treat my Facebook. We talked about this. I treat my Facebook different than I do Twitter. Right. On Facebook, in general, generally speaking, I'll throw stuff out there every once. Most of the stuff I do is promotion, but I try to make it not monotonous. Okay, you know what I mean because I don't want to promote one hundred percent of the time. Sure, Lone only uses Twitter for the DMs. <laughs> Goes down because it's going down in, in Lone's DM. DMs. Tw- Twitter would Twitter's DMs. like what I do. I'll, I'll just throw random thoughts out there. Yeah, so I'll be. Uh, I'll, it'll be like. Wow, this Rick Ross album is whack as you know whatever. Mm, or not the new one. Well, and or we'll talk about that. Or 
or, or but I just mean generally speaking, or just random thoughts that I have. I'll throw them out there on Twitter because I'm not expecting anybody to get talk to me. You know, it, I don't care about it. I feel like if I make a post on Facebook, it just seems attention seeking a lot of times. It depends on what it is. Depending on what yeah. it is, I, I, yeah, I should have clarified that. But depending on what it is, if I would make the same posts that I do on Twitter on Facebook, it would seem attention seeking. So I've caught myself sometimes like doing, I'm like, eh, nah, that's not what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Let me throw this over here real quick. And, but I, I think I think it's deeper than that. I think we touched on a little bit about how society is, you know, the need for approval, the need for attention. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of that stuff psychological. You know, pe- sometimes people go through things, so. A lot of times people go through things and they don't know how to deal with it. Maybe also, they don't have somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's their to, way to talk to somebody. To say, to say and communicate things like this than it is. To actually open your mouth. Like this. Yeah. 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 And, like, and like Mike was saying it's earlier. generational it's, too. It's, yeah, sub, it's subjective. I was get into that. It's definitely subjective because, I mean, you can't, there's really no right or wrong way for you to use your social media. You use it however you feel like you need to use it. Right. But at the same time, I think a lot of stuff gets gets shared just out of pure wanting to uh just feel relevant and important relevant and stuff. And important. Yeah, there's a lot of attention seeking behavior though. I I would definitely agree. You know, we don't need to know people don't need to know every little small detail. Nah. You know, like it, you know, not everything. I don't need to. Like know. I'll, I'll share a meal here and there that I might have threw down on. But I don't. Yeah. I don't need. To, I don't need nine <laughs> posts that say that you're sick, or I don't need twenty posts that say yeah. I'm going to this place. Yeah. You know, or something like that. It's just a lot of it is a little extra. You know, and it comes across that way too. I don't know. I don't. Maybe people don't see that. I don't. I don't know. And see, but I don't. I don't think people. It. It kind of goes back to what. Uh, what the was just saying. Because it's such a subjective thing. I don't think people really, I don't think people, there are some people that don't overthink it. They just think it's normal because that's the way that they usually approach it. Right. So they're just like, hey, this is just what I do on here. You know what I'm saying? And it's up to people like us or whomever who are on your friends um, to decide how we want to digest that. Now, I always see people, I have people on my friends friends list that will post something and say, if you don't like it, unfollow me. You're right. You have your right to say that. Yeah. I don't have to. We don't have to be friends. That's an intention seeking behavior in itself, though. Yes. <laughs> I, I believe I've that. I agree so with that. Many people on I agree Facebook. with that. But yeah. at the Still same time, though. yeah. At the same time, it, I unfollow- it, it, falls, it falls under that subjective umbrella, though. I've probably unfollowed at least 200 other people on my Facebook. I th- and I don't have a lot of friends on my Facebook. I think so. some people cry wolf with that. Well, unfollow me then. And then they see 15 or 20 people that are like, they okay. unfollowed you. Yeah. And you're like, damn. I, I, don't even, I, I don't even know how to There's a button. There's a button and you just click. Unfollow. Yeah. Oh no, I meant like it's no pretty who simple. Has it's pretty simple. Oh, I, don't, I don't. I don't check. But yep, so it's pretty I, simple, Bradley. Twitter. <laughs> I, really? Where do I go, Mike? Just how do <laughs> I? How do I go to a? What site do I need to go to to find out how well, many people have unfollowed me and who unfollowed me? I'm not sure. I just okay. Show, well, I'll it's show not you that how to <laughs> <laughs> So I like to follow on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, because I you may I set up another mm-hmm. Twitter account that I never use, but yeah. I follow Rob Lowe Rob Lowe Sports News, which is a completely fake sports, and he tweets things like. Has anyone checked on Dickie V the last hour to make sure he's okay? Hashtag Duke. Um, LeVar Ball thinks if LeVar Ball coached Duke, Duke beat South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. That's um, funny. I This stuff's pretty good, man. Like, it's 
Yeah. It, uh, after getting two hits today, tune in to Sports Center tonight as they debate whether Tim Tebow will get into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. Like, oh, because just, of the yeah. baseball, yeah. No, yeah. it's because it's Tim Tebow, and yeah, he's they kiss his ass. You know what I mean? So, oh my gosh. But to to, to pigeon off of of what we were saying, just to close it out, um, I think if we're going to tie this into artists mm-hmm. as well, oh, that's um, a whole different. If yeah. you're an artist and you're using, depending on how you use this, yep. Um, you kind of got to pay attention to who's who's watching sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to be cognizant of that. You know, if you're not, then, you know, they say first impressions, but, you know, you can continue to do the same behavior over and over again, and that impression is going to be their impression as well. So sometimes I think it goes both ways. Some artists should probably spend more time on. OK, so people like to talk about their brand, and I think for some people brand equals, oh, my social media. Right. And that's it. Yeah, that is no, not what not your it. brand is. That's not it. It's a part of it. It's it is. A, it. It's yeah. a part, but it's not. But it's not it. It's not it. The yeah. the in person show and prove I have to be good at what it is I'm trying to get everybody to believe I'm good at mm-hmm. is is probably more important. So yeah, like maybe laying back a little on the social media and like practice your show, or put out good product and that'll match or do wonders for your brand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actions speak louder. Yes, than I, good point on Facebook that words. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Because like human used to say, or still says, I'm sure. Who? Human. Oh, human. What, what do you say? Uh, more, uh, less announcements, more moves, or more moves, less, less announcements. announcements. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Definitely. That is a good point. That is a good point. Um, solid. Solid. Switching to a little music here. Music. Music. Talk a little music. Shout out to Drake, 61.3 million streams on Apple Music. That boy is a pop, 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 sugar pop. <laughs> Not a sugar pop. Star. <laughs> and I ain't mad at him one bit. Because you know what Drake is out there doing? DJ J. Diff. He getting that paper. He is out there getting that paper. He's definitely getting so he's that. He's got so many streams because he's got so many songs on his album, right? It's like 22 deep on that mug. <laughs> hey, I, I, I started. I said I'm not going to listen to this Drake album, and I'm not going to. When I say not listen, I'm not going to pigeonhole it. I'm going to listen to it, and I actually right. did. I did too. There's some jams on there, mm-hmm. but the the records are there's a lot of pop records on there. And I had this argument with guys that I know all the time. They think I'm trying to clown when I say he's a pop star. No, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Like you want to try to classify this guy as. A rapper. I don't see a rapper. I see a very talented pop artist. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, nah, it, it is what it is. Like it is my, what it is. My nephew is saying a, I see that a pretty uh, talented rap artist. Hey, well, pretty, okay, okay, that's fair. Like, like uh, uh, my nephew had made a post saying that uh, he's tired of hearing Drake saying he's the best rapper. Mm-hmm. And so I commented, I was like, well, I mean, he's a pop star. He is. He agreed. Well, yeah, that's definitely what he is. I mean, you can't really he's very successful not at. yeah he's he, successful. and the album is actually better than the previous album views i like this one better it's it's one. too long I, I think 22 songs is a little excessive extremely too long for um, me he I does a few different styles is there's regular drake there's Caribbean. jamaican drake yeah there's uh <laughs> balloons falling from the top of the sky to show drake yeah um i used to get excited when i was in like high school and I'd get it, and the CD had 22 tracks in it. And I know, right? I'd be like, hell yeah. Probably, but wasn't it back then? How much filler was that, though? Yeah. That Buster Rhymes album had depends it. Depends on what album. Yeah. 
Which one? Or like you know, say the same about the du- red uh, some double discs, but oh, yeah. anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's cool. Anybody else got something to say about the Drake album? It was cool. I, I mean, you touched on it. I mean, I, I made it all the way through the Young Thug joint, where everybody's saying that it's the best verse in the history of the world. Which I guess because Young Thug is actually rapping on there, it's not real auto tune, but it was cool. Yeah. It wasn't bad. No, it but wasn't it wasn't bad. like oh my god. First, yeah. first of all, uh, no. <laughs> Exactly. Well, I mean, he rapped on. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah. And he then, ra- he went, then he went. Yeah, then he went he into rapped. a singing thing, and then he went back to rapping. It, yeah. it was. It wasn't bad. It was just. I was just like, "Okay." Shout out to Thug. People are rapping, but people are like, "Yo, I'm rewinding this Young Thug verse over and over again." I'm like, "Really?" Uh, are you? I think people were more or less. I think people were more shocked that he's actually rapping. I think that's probably what it is too. Because I don't. I didn't hear anything that makes me want to rewind anything. I've that's never, just me now. I gave Jeff low Rick, standards, uh, but. Drake album wise, I didn't listen to it yet, and I won't probably. Um, That's fine, especially now that we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Oh, boys. I wasn't going to it anyway. <laughs> we really told you what it is. Though. If you I caught you- some stuff or somebody like, I just not for me, man. Just <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I respect that. I respect that though, because he's. That's to each his own. That's just to each his own thing. I'm not. You can't force people to listen to stuff they don't want to listen to. So that doesn't make him a hater. Just doesn't want to listen to yeah. it. So I don't like him I being called a rapper. That. That's for sure. Or yeah. MC. He certainly is not an MC. He's hey, ever say that. He's getting that paper as a pop. <laughs> yeah, I hope he gets all the money in the world. Yeah, yeah. he's getting that paper. Uh, he, he's I mean, I want, units. I want some of the money. I don't. Yeah, he's getting but that bread. He can't have it. All. Now, Rick Ross, on the other hand, um, yeah, he's not really a rapper either. I really? Mean, I don't know about that. But you don't. Oh like, yeah, he's a rapper. I'm sorry. You yeah. don't like Nas. But um, I don't. I don't like that Nas guest verse. I know nah, that, yeah. that was bad. On I'm the a Rick Nas, Ross huge album. Nas fan. Yeah. yeah. I think he. I wonder if he. Uh, Did he force anyway. that one? Dare I say? I haven't listened to that. It didn't sonic sonically. It didn't sound. Uh, it just didn't. It didn't fit. It didn't match. I don't think they fit. <laughs> yeah. Nas and Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I listened to it. I, I I like the project mostly for what it is. Uh, I didn't really like any of the guest features. Like I. Raphael when, Sadiq clowned on the first first song. You mentioned that yeah. earlier. He, sh- he that, showed that, out a little bit on that one. But in ge- and granted, I only made it through like probably twelve songs. I don't, well, how many are on it? Uh, I don't remember. Fifth, fourteen or fifteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it's fourteen. Yeah. I made it right, like right past that, the symphony joint that was real dope that that Bink produced. So yes. maybe I only made it like ten, eleven tracks. Mm-hmm. There were like two trap trap songs like right in a row, and that's when I stopped. Is that dude from Justice League? No, no. Bink is a uh, Bink has been producing long a long time. Oh, really? Who's the dude? Did one of the dudes from the Justice League do a beat? Do some production. Who's? I didn't I check the production name. credits on there. I looked honestly. at him. Uh, he, he to Rick Ross's credit, he has a lot of producers that I have not heard of. He He's had Analogic on there, which was dope. Actually, one of his producers, I did see that um, plays for uh, University of Miami. Oh, right. okay. It's one of the football players mm-hmm. produced one of the tracks on his album. Good cool. for him. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He um he helped the Justice League get. Oh, he put oh, yeah. them on get, the map. Get, yeah, uh, and Cool and Dre when Cool yeah. and Dre was popping. Yeah, uh, I, I have run, to running uh, Justice League, not nah, uh, the Runners. The Runners, the runners. Yeah. yeah, they did hustling every day. I'm hustling. They produced that when that sound was big. He actually put them on game in terms well, not on game, they but he did put dip them out set there too. Yeah, dip, 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 yeah. Okay, dip yeah. Set, yep. But um, to Rick Ross's credit, and I always talk about this with my friends, um, he whether it be through the A and R that that ciphers uh, through the beats or sifts through the beats. Or whatever. When he gets to the batch that he gets a chance to listen to, you have to give him credit for being able to 
it's got pick the, the ones that work. Yeah, now, sure. I always tell my I always tell my guys, I preface it by saying there is a A&R or somebody that's cypher, that's going through the whack beats. Let's get the whack ones out of there. So when he gets to the point where he's listening to them, I think the process is pretty much every beat you're going to hear is going to be either dope or right around dope. And it's engineered It is going to be engineered perfectly. Every time. Now, to that point, it's still you still have to give him credit for taking it a step further and be right. like, okay, I want that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll bring in whoever and do whatever. So um, I was actually impressed with this one. I'm a, I am a grown, what I call a grown Ross fan. Yeah. Anything he does over good grown production like uh, Santorini Grease, uh, the symphony joint he was talking about, I'm in on that. What about the- uh, Triple Platinum was pretty cool. The, uh, the Baby Disc. Birdman, I like that too. Yeah, that was cool. I like yeah. that too. Yeah, that was that, the only song that really. I need to check out the one you guys were just talking about uh-huh. before, but that was the one that. And that's actually that's actually a uh, redone beat because Beans, Beans originally uh, yeah. rapped over that on the Dynasty album. Beans and Jay, where they talked about their fathers, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talk about the sample, man. Yeah, that's yeah, the sample. Yeah, but I, he he went in. I give on him credit, Birdman. Yeah, I give him credit because he he, pay, he paid why homage. Why? I mean, he said why. Like he he's mad because it just doesn't it just didn't seem. I think he dissed him. He's dissing him because it made sense to me. Birdman's he didn't Birdman's. Have to, I don't know. It's all it's for attention. I feel like he's a pop rap star. So you think this, this guy? All right. So so, so that's let's what I meant let's clear something up because I'm, I'm gonna say this because it seems like every time somebody says something about somebody else, mm-hmm. it's more for attention for them. I don't necessarily think that's the case. I mean, he addressed why he said it. He had a perception of uh, Birdman before he got in the game. It's the name of the song, too, right? It's uh, when your Icons become idols rivals. become your rivals. Idols I mean, become he, had rivals. A, he had a perception of Birdman before he started rapping mm-hmm. once, or made it. Once he made it, he starts seeing these other angles of him that he wasn't aware of. Not to mention he screwed his or dicked over his, his friend Khaled. Everybody Wayne. knows he's dicking over Lil Wayne, yep. uh, Turk. So do you think he's like speaking Manny out Fresh. for everybody in a way? I mean, or trying he, to defend that's exactly everyone? what he said. Yeah, that's, that's it, pretty much what he's doing. Now keep in mind, this is consistent with Ross. I will give him credit for this because yeah. he's bitching this on the Breakfast Club for years. In defense, I'm talking about going against Baby. Mm-hmm. So this is not the first time I've heard him say I, this. I, and I've I've seen those same interviews. I just think I think I think that um, Sean, when you said it, it's good for what it is. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's an, with Rick Ross though. You always ha- and other and cats who I would file under his s- same category. Mm-hmm. I always have to say for what it is. Okay, Rick Ross is was I would never put Rick Ross in my top one hundred best rappers ever. I would I don't think he'd be in my top two hundred best rappers. Ever. Really? No, I just don't think he's that good at rapping. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, and never has really been that good at rapping. He's very very repetitive, and he's had the same pretty much the exact same subject matter. Since he's been out, can't argue with we're that. We're talking about a man whose name, whose rap name, was taken from someone who really—he is the epitome of glorifying to me. Not talking mm-hmm. about reporting on, analyzing, okay, but glorifying a well, lot of a that. lot of this shit, a lot that. of this poison. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, so yeah. that's why when there's some um, truth behind it, I'm for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so if it, you got this guy that made up this persona right. of himself, right? Okay, I never totally G for that. But if you're actually speaking some truth and you're backing the truth, 
I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I don't think have he a, did his thing. I don't have a problem with the Birdman song. To me, it was just more of an attention-seeking type of a thing. That's what it felt like to me when I heard the song. So you think it's about the timing that the song came out um, in conjunction with his album coming out? You thinking that there's no coincidence, right? That I don't think there's out. any coincidence. Okay. I think okay. those things absolutely help because he's playing okay. the pop rap game. That's okay. all. That's the game he knows, and he knows it really well. That dude is a. I will. I'm not going to sit here and just say all bad. He's that dude's got to be a phenomenal businessman. He's on nine. Doesn't he own like five or like fifty like or sixty wing stops or he's something a, like he has that? A, he has an incredible portfolio. He helps yeah. his friends out. Yeah. From what I've heard, he helped people yeah. like um, Gunplay. You know, he's you know different. You know, shit like that. Like he seems Wale, like a, me, yeah. yeah. He put them in positions to win. Stolly. So Stolly, uh, yeah. and I like Stolly a lot. You know, he seems to be shelved a little bit on MMG, but he I, I like Stolly. I just don't. I don't. I don't get down with the fake dope man persona, man. Okay. I just think I, mean, it's, I just think it's yeah, kind of lame. Fair. And and that, if that's, that's what if you're we, if we calling about, all of them out though, we we would be sitting there forever right now. I understand. All the fake dope men, dope but, boys. But like in your the game. whole persona, it's like to me, it's literally like WWE. I mean, Rick it's entertainment. Like WWE. It's entertainment yeah. at the end of the day. To some, yeah, to it some, is. Yeah. yeah, it's in. I, I just wouldn't like from a, for, as someone who like I respect again Rick Ross make all the money <clears throat> yeah it's awesome paper um, but I, it just like when when you guys were like you got to check this out you got to check this out I was like okay and I checked it out and I was like oh yep I, I would say here we go again yeah schools. I was just kind of like I, that's what I expected from I, Ross I, and I expected his, a little bit more but yeah I mean it was good, not to cut you off no 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 uh, I just I, I don't like to just I'm not just gonna he it is good again back to I think you said. It is good for what it is. Rick Ross's albums, most of them are good for what they are. Okay. Rick Ross okay. is never gonna. Um, I've never been blown away. Overwhel- by overwhelmed, overwhelmed by these. I mean, I'm not saying you know, that. Either. So for what it is, yeah. I haven't technically I haven't been blown away by anything in quite some time. But, I mean, it's a good album. It's most of his albums are production wise are always solid. Um, he doesn't really vary on subject matter a whole lot, but flow is repetitive. It's repetitive, but I mean, yeah. and don't get me wrong, it works. There's, there's been other rappers. It does work for some. It just doesn't work. It does, you know. I'll See, check it, it out for what the best song I've ever heard of his ever was on the Django Unchained um, soundtrack. Mm. The, the, that was the best song. All, all those, you know, the push it to the limit. <laughs> It's just kind of like it's cool for what it is. Rick Ross feels a void um, for me in this instance. If you separate, okay, if we separate the WWE part, right, the part that you're speaking to, right, we set that to the side and we just look at it as a whole in terms of the rap game and the industry or whatever you want to talk about as a whole for what it is as a whole with the acting and all that. I'm with you there. Like, I get it. But he feels a void for me because of the grown Ross that I talked about. And here's why I say that. I'm to the point now where I want to hear anything that goes left from today's sound. I don't care what it is. So whenever I hear somebody like Ross who will actually take the time to pick good beats and at least give me something that's different, I'm going to gravitate towards it, for if anything, for that reason alone. Now, when the material is subpar, I still have to hold him accountable. But when he gives me something that's a little bit different and, and, it, and it goes away from the norm, I have to give him peace for that because I, in my opinion, am searching so hard to find that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people, I don't hear those types of records on people's albums. Everything sound, future albums sound like the same beat through the whole album. 
Drake's album sounds like the same beat except for when he turned into a reggaeton star or a <laughs> pop the, star. He had the rhythm section on or there. The rhythm section, which is dope. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I know what I'm going to get. So right. I really try to look for anything that gives me that essence. Like to Rick Ross's credit, with him and his character, I still feel like in his core – he appreciates hip hop for what it is. I wouldn't. I, I, you know would, what I'm saying? I probably. I think you're probably right. Yeah. So I like stuff. I like that part of he him. He used to write for people. Yeah. I mean, like, my, my whole thing is. I think dude is still hip hop in there somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like music. So. Yep. I'm nine times out of ten. Even if I don't like something, I'm gonna try to listen to it right. and find something that I might like about it. Right. Because I like to hear. I like music. Right. Music moves me. I mean, it's lifeblood. Um. That's that's all I gotta say about that. But we had a local artist who dropped a pretty nice album. That's what we were just playing uh, yeah. before we went on, yeah. right? Yeah, Maxi. Yeah, Maxi. Super Maxi Flow. Nice, solid, very solid. Um, Never disappoints. Dropped on uh, three seventeen um, bars. He had that bar about magic in Boston. Man, that's silly, yeah. man. Yeah, I we. Uh, we were playing it before we went on and I got a chance to hear a couple of the joints. And it's something I definitely want to go take a listen to. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I don't want to say pleasantly surprised. Cause I guess that makes me, no, I will say pleasantly surprised because I know the climate. So when I think about the climate, I don't expect that. Mm-hmm. I don't expect to hear that. Well, um, he's pretty consistent though, man. I mean, I mean, yeah. but I'm not, I'm speaking from the perspective of somebody that's not, not that well versed in his material. Like I'm, I'm getting, I don't, I'm playing catch up. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, I'm like, yo, that's dope. Yeah. Like, yeah. it makes me want to go listen to the rest of the project now. Yeah. Based off what y'all played before we went on. So yeah. I dig it. Yeah, I yeah, like it. I dig I, it. I liked what I heard a lot before. Um, Sounds pretty good. Something I'll probably definitely check out or purchase. Mm-hmm. So. I think he's selling uh, physical joints up at Nap or Nothing. I might have to go Is cop. that a Lafayette Square Mall? Yeah, it yep. is. That's my home mall, man. There oh, you yeah. go. That's the mall I grew up. Yep. I saw Spools in Lafayette. Uh, Square Mall one time he had a he had on some Tims, he was sagging real hard. Did he have on a Pelly? Yeah, it was like a bubble joint. <laughs> he had a bubble Pelly. Yeah, boy. Yeah. He had on a, a Cubs hat backwards. He had it banged backwards. hard. Backwards, <laughs> sagging. I said, "What up, Spools?" He was like, "That was it." I didn't he got you a nod. I caught I him thugging out him. there. That's my man, though. I don't care. We <laughs> see you out there thugging, Spools. Uh, Sean, how are you, buddy? I'm all right. <laughs> really, really, really quick before we jump into the, yes, sir. To that. Uh, yes, sir. Cat from Griselda Records, yeah, who also um, works with West Side Gun and Conway, dude named Benny. He's been rapping for a long time as well. Yes. Uh, just dropped a new single called Rick. It's dope. Uh, made me look back into his like more recent projects. He dropped three projects in 2016. They're all on iTunes. Uh, 17 Bullets. Another one's called My First Brick. Another one's called One on the One. Is he from Buffalo as well? He is, yeah. Okay, so they pretty much all came up together. Yeah, man, and if and if and I guess here's kind of what, more what I'm talking about when it comes to is he part of Shady? Did he did he did he piggyback he in might, on that? I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. Okay, just maybe Gris, just Griselda. I think it's just Con. Oop. Okay, I think it's just Conway and Westside Gun. But you but you were you sound like you were going to say something about. Oh, so it was interesting. So when I was told when you guys told me check out this Rick Ross album, yeah, right. I knew I also wanted to check out this single as well. Yes. So I listened to Rick Ross first. It was just kind of, you know, yeah, okay. And then when I listened to this single, this is what reminds me of why I don't like Rick Ross a whole lot. Mm, Okay. Like, 
this is genuine. How do you know it's genuine, though? Um, because there's no, well, I'll put it this way, as far as there's no glorification involved with what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's it's from what I can tell and from what I know in my life, I guess it mm-hmm. feels a lot more genuine. Okay, than what Rick Ross is talking about. Well, generally, stuff that's not as popular feels that way because you're trying to get to that point where it's more believable, right? You're you're kind of all right. So everybody's first few albums is always more. There's usually more truth. There's more feeling. There's more hunger. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you want everybody to hear you. Right. Once you get to that point where everybody hears you, it kind of goes back to that Jay-Z thing. Lyrically, I want to rhyme like common sense. But truthfully. He sold how many? <laughs> he ain't been rhyming like common, common sense. sense. Talib Kweli is his favorite artist. Talib speaks. I mean, he's more popular than a lot of these people. But, I mean, the way he was brought up kind of reflects in his lyrics and yeah. th- his song matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just... It's, it it all depends on where the artist is in their career as far as how believable they are to me. That's that's all I'm saying. I, are you... Okay, I don't know if you're saying this or not, but if you're trying to say that, like, make that comparison with Rick Ross... Well, I'm just saying in general, because a lot say, of times artists become... They transition into pop because they became popular. It's not necessarily because they're making cookie-cutter little... Uh, Fisher Price beats and all the kids sing along to it, you kind of transcend. Pop isn't just that. Pop is popular culture. So if a lot of people are listening to you, your subject matter changes a little bit. I mean, that's given. A lot of artists get into the game in order to just transition to that level. Some don't care about that. They just want to get in and do what's true to them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it just... There's a balance with me. There's a balance, so I like I like more genuine type stuff. Yeah, and I do like some popular stuff too. But but I I, I like to have a balance, mm-hmm. you know, between the both of them. I don't just listen to all popular artists and just vibe oh, I don't out think to you them. Do. And everything you just or, said makes perfect sense to me, and I completely right. agree with you. And I know the I understand and can see the the differences. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just from having been a fan of all kinds of hip-hop or rap for my whole life you know what i mean right right but the older i get i guess what i'm saying is the older i get the more i gravitate towards more genuine music regardless of its popularity or not mm-hmm. because there is popular music music that you want you want to hear blue collar hip-hop not necessarily i don't want to hear a, um, a dream sold to me i don't want to hear the same thing over and over again anymore yeah, it just doesn't do i, I can dig me. that that's now, I mean, there's, like, there's a the time and place people. for everything at the end of the at the end of the day uh-huh. that's fair um so i don't i don't i certainly don't judge anybody like oh you like rick ross you must but no i don't you know what i mean it is what it is there's mm-hmm. stuff i listen to yeah that there are people like if you know, listen to Benny, listen to Conway, listen to these mm-hmm. dudes. There's people that are probably like, holy shit, like, that shit, it's not nice guy music by any means, but yeah. there's just a, so sorry okay, here's the best way I can also describe it too. I can tell the dudes, Benny, Conway, and these cats that I, you know, listen to a lot or have recently talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. They care about being good rappers. <laughs> yeah. And you, that I mean, comes through in their music. Who was that Conway that got on Sway and murdered it? Absolutely yeah. destroyed. I don't think Rick, like for Rick Ross, it's a different destroyed. This it. isn't necessarily putting him down because he's making a lot of money, and I'm sure Conway and these dudes want to be making that Rick Ross money. Right, right. 
And who knows what will happen with them. Maybe they'll morph and change in the way that you also just described. Maybe not, though. No, I mean, because yeah. people get into the game for different reasons. Just like Slaughterhouse, they don't really have a whole lot of popular songs um, as far as that's concerned. Right. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Button, his first song was pop. Yeah. Oh, pop yeah. Pull it up. Pull it, up. Yep, I it was yep. on. Uh, that was a big record. It was on the dance movie. What was uh You Got Served. Yeah. They was <laughs> dancing to that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Great so, beat, by the way. I mean, it, it's just just please. people getting the, in the game for different reasons. Sure. I, I respect it all. I respect people that want to keep it 100% authentic. But at the same time, I respect the people that want to kind of, you know, level out their playing field and see what they can do on the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with that. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with it. I guess the point that I just to finish is I don't think Rick Ross and anything I've ever heard of his that's ever been popular mm-hmm. i would never listen to it and be like man i bet that dude really works on his rhymes no, i'm not ah man. okay do you yeah. understand what i'm saying yeah. and so does that make him and i understand i i get the the money thing that's that people hip-hop and rap is used in, as a means of just like a lot of other things are or institutions are to to make money and yeah. that makes total sense man if you know rick ross knows he's got a formula or formulas that knows what he has to do mm-hmm. to sell a lot of albums man. right he knows that really, really well. That's a ve- that's a talent within itself. Can't mm-hmm. knock you for that. No, not, no, not at all. And, and the hustle that. and all that, like we talked about last episode or two episodes ago, like right. the ten percent talent thing. Mm-hmm. That is very prominent with a Rick it Ross. It is. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess the the overall point is when I when I talk about some of the, uh, some of the cats I like or listen to or impressed with, it's my normal hip hop measuring stick I'm using in a certain way. Mm-hmm. When I talk about Rick Ross, I have to pull out this other kind of pop rappy hip hop like <laughs> measuring stick to just and that's that's that statement of for what it is. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's just a different exactly. yeah. criteria. Mm-hmm. Criteria. Completely ca- completely different like category in yeah, a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Yeah, for so, sure. I don't know. Standards. That's, there's worse standards. rappers, that's but, for sure. I mean that's <laughs> even, I mean? even when I listened to the Rick Ross album, I, the first ten songs, I was like I liked it for what it was. Like he sounded good on the songs. Yep. They were good songs. Yep. The beats were cool. I like the beats. Yep. Some beats a lot. I actually like some of the beats a lot. Yep. And they were good songs. I didn't like the features. I thought it took away from what he was doing sometimes. Yep. But, I agree. But for what it was, it was cool. Yeah. The oh, I, and just so you, like, I'm not being a snob. Like, I listen to some drill music still. Mm-hmm. I still, I've listened to Little Reese the other day. I still, you know, I still listen to plenty of stuff that I know isn't. Do you think Little Reese works on his rhymes? Nope. No. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to be a snob. I'm just saying. He cleaned but, his pistols, though. But the, oh, yeah. He keep them sure. pistols clean. I just but had to get but my, with Little Reese, the other stick has to come out. The same one with Rick yeah, Ross. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I just had to get my, my Ross comments in real quick. Hey, so. man, we appreciate you. The is, boss. Is there anything going on going down on bringing down the band before we... Uh, yeah, uh, we have a couple other releases that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Sango released a, uh instrumental album called... Uh, what was that called? Something Brazilian. Yeah, and it means from me to you. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's called De Mim Pra Voce. I don't speak uh, Portuguese. Oh, But okay. it means uh, from me to you. Nice. It's like 16 tracks of instrumentals. Dope Brazilian influence. Check um, that out. Check that out. Selection sound. Yes. Uh, and uh, randomly, Copyright and Planet Asia dropped a collaborative album. Nice. Nice. And it's... Uh, Talk, like twelve talk. songs, twelve songs long. It's called "Unfinished and Untitled," um, so it's a variety of songs. But there's some there's some good joints on there. Dirty Digs produced uh, every track. Who works with Planet Asia a lot? Mm-hmm. Talk about Karen. What about your your bars? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't talk about bars. You yeah. talk about the, 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 st- <laughs> the stick he's talking about. I know which one you got to use on that one. Yeah. Because yeah. those dudes, exactly. I know they put their foot in that one. I yeah. haven't even heard it yet. Yep. That's what's up. That's um, what's up. And then if we get into turn off your radio really quickly, uh, we are on volume number 94. Okay. Okay. Let this load real quick. Which All right. website is that? Bringingdowntheband.com. Okay. Slash turn off your radio. That's on right there. Yes. Yep. Rather big. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we're on. Am I hearing a noise? Is that just me? No, that's just, I think that's spools. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, the deflection hey. is to spools, mm. man. So, yeah. It's so quick, too. Yeah. So we're on 94. We got Red Pill, Pounds with the Conway. Nice. Uh, who else we got on here? Swarvy, Tech Nine, Jay Nolan, Malls, Sadistic. Odyssey dropped a new video. Javante has a mind mind design remix. Okay. Um, Sean Price, did you hear that definition of God song? That I've not yet. Uh-uh. It's on there. And Rest then, in uh, peace. Yes, sir. A couple other ones. So that'll be dropping soon. Do we have a hat on the table today? We do. It's a green one. Yes, it is. I think this is a. Uh, we're gonna call this one the Spools Edition. <laughs> uh, I had this the one Notre pulled Dame up. edition yeah. I like it This is from No Bad Ideas Oddities Nice uh, Let's see if I can pull this up My thing Shout out to No Bad Ideas They take they take care of us Good brand right there Good yes, company indeed. Good guys All around All around good all Word around good. Yeah this is a Knit joint Okay And it is called Still gonna take me a second To pull it up here Let's see It is called The Indo Palm Knit Green Nice so you can buy this from oddities3000.com. Nice. Um, which is no bad ideas. Side project. Do we have any events or anything this week? Actually, by the time this airs, uh-huh. um, Take That Tuesday is turning 11. So wow. that party is going to be next Tuesday. I won't be in town as I'll be in Thailand. So I, I will miss out on oh, that. Man. But um, you, see, you should probably definitely check that out and definitely get there early. Yep. Because it will pack out at yes. probably 9.30. It and will, it will be very uncomfortable. You it will, will not be able to move. You want to yep. make sure you get a table. Yep. yep. You got wine after work on Friday, don't you? I do have wine after work this Friday okay. um, before I leave. Um, that will be from 6 to 10. We'll probably go from 6 to 11, though. That'll be at the Red Room in Broad, Broad Ripple. Ripple. So that means if DJ J. Diff is not going to be here next week, uh think we're gonna have to have a we'll have a special our we, first special guest we have our very first special guest yeah so we, we, you guys have to stay tuned and uh you're, you're gonna like it yeah we we have our uh, official he's been ready for a while he's yes been, he he's, been, yeah. he's been in the bullpen ready yes so. yeah he's he, he hungry he's he, been he's in the basement drinking coffee for 21 <laughs> episodes yeah. he's definitely been in the cut uh being prepared uh he, he's he's gonna come in and do cleanup for us it's gonna be a good time. So y'all stay tuned. I think you will enjoy that episode. It's yep. gonna be very, very fun. It'll be very, yeah, very interesting. Definitely. So for longevity, yes. DJ J Diff. What's your name, sir? DJ Spools, the incomparable. I got you. No bad ideas. Bring it down to band.com. Print Finity, Coleman Dental. You shout out DJ J Diff with the new uh Print Finity joint. You see him, he's very creative with that merch and making that paper. Trying to have a safe trip, my brother. Thank you, yes, sir. Enjoy yourself. We are the new old heads. This is going to wrap up this episode. We will see you next week. Subscribe, 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 and subscribe. New old heads, indeed. Please bring it down the bed. Peace.